and welcome to the best podcast. The best. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the. <laughs> it is the best podcast, but like you are correct. Podcast. Welcome to the best podcast. Okay, no. <sighs> Hello and welcome to the best podcast. I'm Buck and this is Luca. Hello. And Holly. Hi. And our guest for this week is Bo. Hi, I'm Bo. Hey, I'm very excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ep- this is an episode. So, uh, we're an Agents of Shield. We're an Agents of Shield rewatch podcast where Luca and Holly guide me, who's never seen the show before, through the series from start to finish, sharing our thoughts, criticisms, and love. Um. So yeah, this episode was titled, and I'm not sure if this is in letters or noise, which is when. <laughs> when floaties, when floating bodies turn up, Coulson and the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. must hunt down an elusive killer. No one is safe, not even the team. Um, so yeah, any comments about this episode as a whole? I would just like to say that this week starts our official rebrand as the Fitzsimmons Podcast. Yeah, yep. <laughs> well, you came on just in time. <laughs> because this is, this is the start yeah, yeah. of something beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> a legacy. A legacy, somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but... I can't say too much more because spoilers. But yeah, I figure this episode is heavy enough that I think we could probably just jump right into it, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will say though mm-hmm. that this this fucking guest spot has been like two years in the making or whatever, and I'm very glad <laughs> I got <on> this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, but yeah, I got. Yeah, I do want to say overall. Your the expectations you guys set up for this episode did not disappoint. Um, okay, I'm so glad because I was, I was telling Holly last week I was like, or the last podcast I was like, I was like I was worried we were hyping this too much for Buck, but I was like, nah. Yeah, yeah, we're both. Look, message me. I was just like, am I hyping this up too much for Buck? And and then you message me like two seconds later, just like, no, I'm not. It's a good episode. <laughs> Listen, you know, I've been on the Fitzsimmons train since this thing started. Yep. So mm-hmm. that's how you. That's how we know you were a good fit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, our cold open is you know just a couple dudes being boys at a boys' car <laughs> camp telling uh. <laughs> <laughs> telling scary stories and uh the leader um hears a humming noise in the woods and heads off to investigate it as you know a boy scout leader does just to leave their kids alone <laughs> like there's like a teenager with them it's fine yeah i'm pretty sure my brother got it to worse shenanigans at boy scout camp so yeah that's fair seems pretty par for the course <laughs> <laughs> as a boy scout myself i can say it's not out of character um but <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh, not long after that, um, the boys see a floating, sparking mug drop to the ground near the fire, um, and hear the adults from earlier scream and head to the truck that's parked beside there. Uh, and of course, the troop, the the patrol leader, I assume, uh, decides that they should go look for him after he screamed. Um, and when they find him, he's sort of exorcist floating in the air with the sparks, like, shooting out of him that were shooting out of that mug in the middle of a clearing. Those kids are, like, traumatized for life, right? Like, Oh, yeah. Yeah! <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know why... I mean, I guess it would be, like... I guess it was, like, smart not to just, like, leave the kids alone. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't know why he, like, kept them close enough for them to see that like that that just seems like a like a like a not a great move there my guy 
Maybe, maybe, maybe it's a teenage mistake. Yeah. Sometimes it happens. <laughs> I think he genuinely thought there was a humming noise and was like, I better go investigate it. But then it didn't realize, well, I guess mm-hmm. we'll get into that later. Um, yeah, it's rather unfortunate for that poor guy. Yeah, really. Um, yeah. Uh, so then we get the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo pop up after these kids are traumatized. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, we see Coulson getting a physical uh, running on a treadmill with Simmons, not with Simmons, but, um, comments that he's doing, who comments that he's doing remarkably well for his age. Um, Coulson doesn't take that too well. I'm your dad. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Uh, that's something you say to an old person line was very good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He, like, this, like, ties in with the idea that he's having a midlife crisis that was introduced episode one i think oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. With, with, the, with the car and everything yeah very good yeah yeah we'll get into this at the end of the episode but i feel like this physical is important to him mm-hmm. uh, for yeah yeah he's getting some blood tests done they say um Meanwhile, we see Ward testing the night night gun, which I'm calling it the night night gun, even though nobody else wants to call it that. Um, no, I want to and... call it that forever and always. <laughs> and uh, he tells Fitz that it's just an ounce too heavy, and uh, Sky and Fitz bond over making fun of him and discuss Sky's betrayal uh, last episode. And Fitz is still being, you know, awkward about it. Um, Ward, Ward comes back in to see them and Simmons laughing and tells them there's a new mission. God, I fucking... I just love seeing... No, go on, fuck. I was just gonna say, I just love seeing them make fun of Ward. I know. Um, Yeah! (laughs) It's really good. I'm Agent Grant Ward, and I fucking (laughs) jump out of a plane and do bullshit all day. I just love how absolutely full of crap Ward is about that fucking gun. Like, you can't tell if it's oh my off God. an ounce. Shut I up. Know. And he, he, tries to, he tries to, like, fucking play it cool at the end of the episode, too. Like, oh my God, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> when, 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 like, he got it back and it's the same exact way, and they're just like, oh, that one idiot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, not like. Truly awful. Yeah. Also, once again. I know Holly doesn't agree with me, but Fitz obviously has a puppy crush on Sky. Oh no, it was very obvious in this yeah. episode. I yeah. had to admit it now. It's like yeah. it's it's very obvious, and it's also like a lot given how this episode <laughs> ends. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh my it's god. Like, yeah. It's like really obvious for five seconds, and then by the end of the episode, it's like totally gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That line where Fitz is like, you know, like what we have, and and Sky is like, yeah, you and Fitz Simmons go really well together, and he's like, well, that that's not what I. Yeah. That's and not Fitz what is I like, meant. Wait, what? <laughs> Simmons yeah. is a girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it's. Oh god. It's. I Sky and Fitz are like my ultimate pro TP. I think for like season one in terms of just like their dynamic and mm. and they I can like I can see okay there are a lot of of cursed Sky ships is what I will say <laughs> there well, are a lot that yeah. have that have bad energy and Fitz Sky is one of them and I <laughs> I can see I can see where people come from with it. But it's it. They're bros. They're bros. Yeah. They're bros. I just feel like it was based off of the fact that she was literally like a shiny new thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and a girl that was pretty and was talking to him. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't oh. like a, an, ex- 
he wasn't an extension of his like whole being like Simmons is. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Also just Vince being like she laughed at my joke, that means she's into me. Yep. Was uh... Oh my god. Classic nerd bro. <laughs> uh, he is so sweet and innocent. <laughs> But yeah, the squad arrives on the scene where uh, the Boy Scout adult leader guy um, was floating. Well, and uh, Ward and Sky have tension over um, her mentoring under Ward, specifically since the last episode. And Simmons oohs and ahs over the floating body. Um, they have no idea what could do this to somebody. As <laughs> she is wont to do. Um and they notice a similar pattern on the body as on the battery from the car that launched out earlier, but um, the body drops after Simmons. You know what's funny is that like Gemma obviously reacts like Gemma does to dead bodies, but Sky is also like so into this, and I'm like, Sky, <laughs> chill the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Like, she I think she just likes she just seeing like, weird oh. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like the weird floating body. She's like, yeah. This is my jam. Can really feel her sweaty cosplay side coming out. <laughs> but um, back on the bus, Sky reports on a background check of the adult leader, and it's clear that he's clean. But uh, there's tension between her and Ward during this background check, um, and Coulson asks Ward to lighten up on lighten up on her when she leaves a little bit. Um, and meanwhile, May goes full-on good cop on one of those just absolutely traumatized Boy Scouts. Yeah, she sure I, does a thing. I wouldn't say good cop, I would say scary cop. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she's... I mean, she did offer him a cookie, is what I'll say. Just in a very intimidating I feel like... way. <laughs> like, if I was yeah. that Boy Scout, I would be like, she's trying to poison me. Like, Yeah! <laughs> She'd be like, I dare you. <laughs> like, she's like, I dare you to take a cookie. I hate, I hate when people do like, um, food stuff and like making it scary. I don't know. That just doesn't sit right with me. Not in a moral way. Just like, that's actually scary to me. <laughs> food is supposed to be comforting. Yeah. 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 Don't offer me cookies in a scary way. These are my comfort <laughs> foods. Yeah. <laughs> no scary cookies. Only good cookies. <laughs> Yeah, no dark side cookies for me. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Um, but meanwhile, Simmons is is doing an autopsy, and Colson enters, and Fitz is watching from afar behind a glass window, and uh, they have a little discussion about why Fitz doesn't want to go near the body, um, which is very good. Um, and you I can, want yeah. you to know that the cat story is like in every fan fiction for the rest of history. Like that is an iconic conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's this whole episode is full of like iconic Fitzsimmons yeah. shit TM in terms of just like stuff that I will literally never be able to forget until I die. Um, <laughs> but, exactly. But yeah, the cat conversation is really good. But just like just them bickering is always just so good, and I love them. I like how they talk over each other, like... Yeah. Yeah, they aren't even, like, having a conversation. They're just both independently speaking. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't really matter, because they still get each other. <laughs> right. They're in the drift. Um, the brain... They're in the drift. <laughs> oh my god. The brain of the guy was fried, but Simmons hopes to learn more about the, um, what caused this through his brain tissue. 
Um, and Fitz picks up an electrostatic signal on satellite. Yeah, plot stuff. Uh, plot stuff. They track it. <laughs> they track it to a farm, uh, but the signal pulses and disappears pretty quickly. Uh, at which point, on the scene, they find another body that has been barred inside the barn, which May handily kicks down. Thankfully, um, Sky. Yeah. <laughs> Sky finds out that both victims knew each other because they were volunteer firefighters when New York happened. Ooh, big, big tie-in to the Chitauri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, we get an Samurai. ominous cutscene of a... <laughs> this is the obligatory Marvel movie reference. Um, uh, we get an ominous cutscene of a guy polishing a helmet somewhere else. Yeah. Also, can I just say that fucking, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. just, like, like, the team just straight up, like, fully assuming that there's a murderer, like, going around killing yeah. these people is just, like, prime example of them just being peak cop, and it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a lot. To be fair, I thought that initially, too, because he had a wound on his head that was, like, a hole, you know, which is a gun, mm-hmm. usually. Yeah, I mean, it's totally, I, you know, if I was in that situation, I don't know if I'd immediately jump to, this is a virus that causes your brain to explode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, but it's like, yeah, it's still just one of those things where it's just like, oh, there, there, there must, the only logical conclusion is that there must be some, some psychopath with powers that we can punch. <laughs> Or whatever. Well, you know, there's yeah. no psychic. There's no such thing as psychic powers. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it is interesting how logical they take all this shit when, like, they. I mean, Coulson at least has like seen up close people who can do crazy shit with like no explanation, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Also, yeah. I love. I love. I don't know if this is this scene, but it's either this scene or the next scene. Where Fitz is like, oh, their brain explodes like an EMP. And I'm like, I don't think that's how brains work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, the EMP field has caused my brain to explode. Oh, no. Um, But, yeah, I really like how they set up the cutscene of the guy polishing the helmet. Because it's very much shot like Mm -hmm. he's the supervillain that's wearing a helmet or something. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Which I think, you know. He's also, like, gross and sweaty because he's sick. But (laughs) it adds to the effect. It's good. But yeah, they go to this uh, volunteer firefighter place and they see the other firefighters um, to see them before the killer gets to them, which they assume is a killer. Um, the guy he was polishing the mask is there and um, Fitzsimmons informs them that the pattern on the heads of the victims isn't an exit wound, is an exit wound not from a gun, which implies that he was not shot and it came his brain shot out from inside which is disgusting um that is disgusting yeah yeah uh colson is immediately skeptical of helmet guy here and uh, asks ward to cover the exits um fitzsimmons determined that it was likely not an alien weapon and we discover that the firefighters kept a rusty shatari helmet as a souvenir from the battle uh when they polished it up they discovered it wasn't rust but an infection and as Coulson confronts Mask Helmet Man, uh, they get the signal on the satellites again. Can we talk about the fact that I don't, you know, like, the Chitauri invasion is probably comparable to, like, 9-11. And I really don't think they let people just walk off with bits of, like, the World Trade Center. 
Seems unlikely that they I can mean, walk off with an alien helmet, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, that was literally a supervillain origin story in the fucking Spider-Man movie, right? Like, was yeah, that I was going to say that's, Yeah, he was like, I was a const- I was a guy who did scrapping or something, and the government took my job. Yeah, yeah, it's just it just seems unlikely, <laughs> but yeah, but I do like it is it is funny. Well, morbidly funny. In the year 2020, when a virus is like destroying our whole world, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to have this uh, alien virus be a thing, isn't it ironic? Isn't um... it ironic? What you think? <laughs> a little too ironic. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um. Yeah, and uh, Coulson and the man have a touching talk about what death is like, since they both know that. Uh, this firefighter is going to die very soon, and Coulson comforts him in his last moments. I really like that scene. Oh, can I, don't I say? Know. I just felt like it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was Go really ahead. nice. Can I say my really hot take about that scene? Oh, Do that hot please. take. Um, I had a realization that Coulson might be a Christ figure because he died and came back oh. and is like trying to comfort people. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god, if his first name is John or something, his initials would be JC. <laughs> it is it is Philip. I will say that. Yeah. Oh Christ. <laughs> like like but Philip Colson. Like yeah. But I mean Sky does call him AC in, in one of the early episodes, so Wow. I mean Ooh. I did, have never AC made is Antichrist. Movie. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, he's like instead of he's like instead of being like bo- be born again, he's like die. Yeah, <laughs> it rocks. I mean, that is a incredible hot take that I feel like I've never seen, which is fascinating because people fucking eat that shit up usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. There's some. Yeah, God. Like that's that is some galaxy brain shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What if Jesus this, this dying was... came here to drop this on you <laughs> and then leave forever? <laughs> Bye. Curse knowledge. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. That Fucking, is fascinating. Yeah, Colson is Jesus logs off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Just exits the call. Uh, honestly Bye. fucking oh god, that is that is really good. That is really good. Wow. I, now, but yeah. now what I'm gonna like continue rewatching, I'm gonna be looking for those clues. Oh yeah. And now I'm like racking my brain and I think I I can't believe I forgot about that episode where Colson multiplied loaves of bread. Like that was <laughs> wild. Yeah, it's weird that he like cured that man of leprosy. Yeah, he like he, when he handed Sky a glass of water and then she drank it and it was wine. And she was like, man, I'm tipsy. Sorry, Buck, but here's spoilers yeah. for season seven, but, like, Coulson just floats up into the sky and you never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, peace out, bitches, I've done my yeah. job. It's that uh, meme where the guy goes like this and then slowly fades away. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's exactly what Jesus did. <laughs> there, was just no, there was just no memes back then to really compare it to. Yeah, yeah. No ancient memes. Yeah, that's the, um, that's the thing is that they don't talk about this in the Bible that Jesus could see into the future, but only into like me internet memes. <laughs> he left us messages. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I the really team... did enjoy that conversation with Colson. But yeah. I like that thing... May was sorry. I like that May yeah, was listening only... in. Yes, May was listening. 
But I was like, you know how we talked about last time how out of character that conversation with Chin felt? And I was like, why wasn't it this conversation he was having? I mean, I get it. It's a different circumstance. But at the same time, like... Yeah, like, I have that note. I have that note here, too. It's just like, like, this is... This scene is like a far cry from like the scene where where Colson just like rolls up, just like like we want to help you, but we're not gonna, and then shoots the dude <laughs> or like has face yeah. stab the dude, and it's just like mm-hmm. like fuck, like like this is this is very much the Colson that we saw in the pilot episode, like talking down Mike Peterson, and mm-hmm. uh, not the Colson who just fucking like murdered that scientist dude in the in, the, in episode three, and then just murdered chang chang ho in the last episode like it's yeah like it's very much a different thing i feel like i don't really know what to make of it off the top of my head i feel like what it really led in what led into it that made me get turned off a little bit was when he like just immediately drew his gun which like i know that they were like going off the um like murder route up until he was like really really sick um but like him drawing the gun and then he's like i'm gonna put the gun away and i'm like you shouldn't have drawn it in the first place yeah. just saying yeah be like may only take a gun if you need it <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be, okay to, to be, be fair, fair i'm not sure how they were searching for a killer yeah. right yeah yeah it, it, but that's one of the things too like especially with all of the fucking like protests and the civil unrest going on right now it's just like it's one of those things where it feels very poignant in terms of like having the first responders be people who draw your guns on you <laughs> like it's yeah. It just like I watched that scene like the at the beginning of it before before it all went to shit. It just like made me or like before it became uh like very like a very good scene. Like it just made me like really uncomfortable in terms of like Cole just like pointing his gun at this man who like was sick and didn't know what was going on and like two of his yeah, friends. Yeah, he's like had clearly just died. in di- in like distress. Yeah. I don't know, maybe my view is different because I didn't know going in, but like this guy is set up at least to look like a villain. Like the way that he acted talking earlier was like was like weird in the sense that he knew what was going on or something, you know? Yeah, yeah no, I definitely mm-hmm. I agree with Buck. I I really don't think in the year of our Lord twenty thirteen they were thinking about this shit. <laughs> yeah, um, no, like it's definitely it is definitely framed like like, cause even from the jump, it's framed as like this sort of like crime procedural. Like, oh, we need to find mm-hmm. the killer of this like weird, mysterious uh, murder. Like, blah 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 blah. And, like the the t- of the episode is that like it's not a murder. So like the like everything leading up to that point is like is like made to make you think that it's a killer. But like at the same time, mm-hmm. like that that still doesn't like. <laughs> doesn't sit right with me in terms of just like how like when you kind of like take a step back and like really like look at it 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 for me at least yeah same yeah i mean like from like an abolitionist point of view where it's like you never ever should draw your gun ever and like try to de-escalate as much as you can it's like the, he could have done something differently but like they obviously weren't in that mm-hmm. so yeah especially yeah like if it definitely um compared because it feels like it almost feels like colson's gone through a bit of an arc from like the first episode from the pilot where he from the jump without even really knowing who mike peterson was or whatever what that situation was that um that he should try to de-escalate and like and that was with that was with mike who was very angry and like like prepared to kill people um and like colson tried to de-escalate that 
versus and then like in the next couple times where he's in a similar situation he chooses to not do that and then mm-hmm. in this at this point it seems to be a continuation of that and then when he realizes that it's a different situation entirely it's he that's when he puts away his gun like because there there's a very big difference between Mike Peterson who is like very hostile and aggressive compared to this guy who is just like a little bit shady and like I will say <laughs> that all the other times that Coulson has pulled his gun has been after the uh events of last episode where Sky um kind of screwed things up on one mm-hmm. you know and I, that doesn't mm-hmm. justify it but I'm just saying you know well he maybe did, he's yeah. in a bad mindset yeah I mean, he didn't, he did kind of, he didn't pull his gun on Professor What's-His-Name in episode three, but he Hall. did shoot the glass. Yeah, Hall. Um, and yeah, it, it, it oh, does Oh, yeah, he feel, did, huh? It does feel weird mm-hmm. that, like, that, yeah, like, he does, it does feel like he was kind of, like, continuing on that train, and then as soon as he realizes that this guy's not hostile is the moment that he puts away his gun, and, it, but he he does go in assuming that which mm-hmm. yeah it, it's which it's, says something yeah it's it it is strange considering that he knew mike peterson was hostile in the pilot episode but but didn't take the, the approach that he's been taking for the past few yeah that's that's fair um but this is where the real meat of this episode starts uh the team <laughs> is <laughs> The team oh, is yeah. checked for the infection afterwards and are loaded up with the Shatari helmet to deliver to the Sandbox, which is another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.-ass name right there. Um, it is an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.-ass name. <laughs> Coulson instructs Fitzsimmons to find a cure for this infection before the other firefighters uh, progress and, and possibly get the same thing. And we get a very ominous shot of Gemma looking worried TM. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, she got sucked. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the bus, uh, May and Coulson are discussing his physical and what Coulson is possibly hiding with regards to the conversation with the firefighter, because he revealed that he doesn't think he's the same kind of person as he was before. Which is brought up again when Agent Blake comes onto the bus. Yeah. Says his line about. I just sounds like the Phil Coulson I knew. Yeah, which yeah. is yeah, I did, I did, I do find this like this scene between May and Coulson good because like we get another glimpse into like whatever previous relationship they might have had in terms of just because like May sort of hints that she's been through something similar before and like Coulson like immediately kind of like gets it when she she kind of like touches on that and like like immediately kind of like is put at ease a little bit by that. Um, yeah, I feel like they have a. I think very... you might be thinking about a conversation later on. Oh, am yeah. I? I think you're linking the one at the end they have, but I mean, it's all mm. about the same thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, I just very... think it's a real touching moment, you know. Yeah, their relationship is very interesting, and I want to know more, Tian. Hmm. Eyes emoji. Eyes emoji. Uh... Eyes emoji. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Coulson discusses with Simmons about how the virus can spread from person to person. At which point, Coulson realizes Simmons has caught the virus. Gasp. Uh, <gasps> he locks her in the lab. I love how Gemma is, like, freaking out about science right before she does her floaty metal thingy. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. just, like, nerding out. Which is just, like, oh, it, like that scene is also, like, big, big, like, oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah, Coulson the, just, the, like, straight and they, up. like, hang on it so long. Like, mm-hmm. the thing floating. 
Yeah. Like, you see, like, Colton's, like, horrid realization, and then he, like, slowly backs out of the lab. Yeah, like, it, they very much linger on it for, like, a moment that it's just, like, like shit. And then, like, Jemic, like, continues to go off about, like, science shit as <laughs> she does. She's got her AirPods in. She can't hear us. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> her AirPods in. Oh, my God. What a meme. But, but Yeah. Also, I will I say it. a little bit of a dick move, just kind of like walking out and saying I'm sorry and then locking the door. Yeah, but I get but yeah, it. I get it. Yeah. But a little I bit mean, of a dick move. They know that it can be transferred to from human to human. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> Colson is practicing social distancing. Yeah, he's properly. practicing proper oh, social distancing. God. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that reminds me, like, well... Uh, I mean, like, I remember the part, just, they briefly said that they were gonna put the, put the people, the firefighters in quarantine, I was like, oh, oh no, yeah. those poor men! Yeah, <laughs> like, Gemma just needs to self-isolate at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> oh no, not at the bottom of the ocean! Put her in the Mariana Trench! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I also no. love how this is the first time we hear her first name. We actually have not oh, heard yeah. anyone say her first name up until this point. I had not noticed You're right! That. I think I've heard you guys say it, but I yeah, don't think anybody... Yeah, I definitely yeah. just instinctually called her Gemma on the podcast before. Yeah. I just say Fitzsimmons most of the time. And honestly, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we don't hear Fitz's first name until the second season, and then it's, like, only brought up, like, three other times. So. Yeah, which is... I don't even remember his name. I it's mean... Leopold! <laughs> yeah, it's Leopold Fitz, Aww. which is just, that's like... That's a really good... I love that name, actually. <laughs> that's... It's... No, like, now I understand why he goes by his last name. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, there's... But, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something, then I realized it was spoilers, so... Yeah, keep your mouth but, yeah. shut. <laughs> <laughs> the team realizes that with their current path over the Atlantic, the only way Simmons will survive is if she finds the cure in two hours. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Dun, dun. This is such like a this feels like a right like a trope in like fan fiction. Like oh, what if yeah. what if your faves were on a plane and one had a virus and the <laughs> other couldn't help? This shit like I eat this fucking shit up. Like the whole rest of the episode where like Fitz and Simmons are like desperately trying to save her is just like my oh life my god <laughs> yeah it's it's so fucking good like this is just oh uh, yeah give me this shit i it's really it makes me so sad but i can't get enough of it <laughs> but but yeah. at the end you get the reward which is what makes yeah it good. i like yeah because simmons uh struggles with her death as fitz attempts to provide emotional support uh fairly oh unsuccessfully Outfits. Yeah, like you can tell that he's really struggling with this too, and is just like an absolute disaster. Um, it's... it's so funny how he just refuses to acknowledge that her death might be an option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like how out of everything they choose, like they choose to argue over whether it's called a vaccine serum. Yeah. Like uh, Simmons so keeps good, going, like yeah. it's. I wish you would stop saying it's a vaccine. It's an anti serum. It's so good. I love them so much, and like. I feel like this is really the first taste we get of like um, Elizabeth Henstridge and Ian DeCassiger who play Fitz or Simmons and Fitz like really busting out their acting chops on yeah. this one because like fuck like it I don't know if you if you kind of like saw this fuck but like 
like this this really just feels like i remember when i first watched this episode it really felt like it came out of left field in terms of just like how hard hitting emotionally it was like seeing uh simmons like just like like so hopeless she's like struggling (laughs) with her own death which is just like the worst position to be in and like elizabeth just plays it so well like she is like just terrified and sad (laughs) like seeing her just like break down in tears when she realizes it's hopeless quote-unquote is just like yeah you can see her hand shaking as she's like working on stuff frantically and like and and fits just like slowly unraveling like in the background too like it's just like at because like up until this point they've the two of them have mostly just been kind of like plucky side characters or not side characters because they're part of the main ensemble but like they've they haven't had like a real serious they've been the geek squad yeah yeah. yeah and and like they really fucking nailed it (laughs) yeah it's just like i could just like endlessly go on about how great this whole sequence is of like them just like working together and shit oh so good yeah um ward and sky ask themselves what they can do to provide help to simmons elsewhere um during this time where she's struggling clearly is this the fucking ward going like, I wish I could punch somebody? Yeah, oh he's like, God. I wish this virus was somebody I could punch, so then I could protect you guys. And I'm like, like <laughs> yeah, it's, can't punch a virus, ward. Yeah, you can't, first of all, you can't punch a virus, ward. Second of all, you're a cop. <laughs> That's what a cop says. <laughs> yeah. I'm Save Grant the line. Ward. Save the line. <laughs> I'm Grant Ward, and I can shoot a fly from however many meters I'm Grant away. Ward, and I can punch a virus from thin air. <laughs> <laughs> God. Grant Ward's their COVID nineteen savior <laughs> out of left field. Oh my God! Breaking news: local man punches virus to death. <laughs> um, but yeah, I also like that this guy. That this scene shows us that Sky is really having a hard time with this. Um, yeah. Which, considering that you know um, the events of last episode really display like how connected she is to the team despite everything i also think specifically with fitzsimmons too because like we haven't Mm -hmm. it's kind of been it's kind of been like not hinted at but like it's kind of like been like i think we had to kind of read between the lines a bit in terms of how they act together but because all of the bonding scenes we've really had with sky uh up until this point have been with like primarily and then but you always kind of got the sense that she, her, like, most casual and, like, like, like friendly relationships have been with Fitzsimmons. And it's, it's like, very obvious here in terms of just, like, oh, she cares about the two of them. Yeah, like, it, it definitely, I, I feel like they, all three of them are, like, kind of similar in that they're all, like, a little naive. They're all kind of finding their footing together in this world. Whereas, like, you know, Ward is sort of, like, with the adults yeah they're the new kids on the block like yeah, yeah. they're the new kids all on the block they're like they're all nerds they all don't know what they're doing and like they all just like mesh together so well that it it, it does feel it's yeah it's they're a good trio yeah um yeah i really think so um meanwhile colson is ordered by hq that other than this um helmet that they're bringing back to the sandbox to dump the infected cargo, e.g. Simmons. Um, but he chooses not to listen. Bad connection. 
Yeah. Spies have bad connection. Confirmed. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Also. He, he, like, Coulson does, like, this super spy, incredibly bureaucratically backed person, like, version of going, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he really yeah. does. Also, can I just say, like, fucking, fucking what a, like, it just, another big, like, shield, shield bad moment calling Simmons cargo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, that was real rough. And and I could Coulson see, like, I could like, see. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could see that on his face, like. Um, but yeah, and May is like, I don't know, man. It's your call, which is a little bit weird to me. Um, I don't know if that's how you guys read it. I, I mean, that's definitely how she said it. But I feel like May, I feel like it was said like, I don't have to think it because you're thinking it, and I know what you're gonna do, which is not throw her in the ocean. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's like one of those things where she's very much like. It felt to me like she was just not reminding Coulson of his like authority and like like um role on the t- uh but like just but like also her way of saying that she had faith in whatever decision that he made yeah um yeah i think i think that makes sense also she seems concerned about the conversation earlier um but uh uh fitz simmons bicker over their personal history as simmons works on the anti-serum not vaccine uh, but she breaks down and worries about the strength of the firefighters' antibodies to make a cure for this. Um, and eventually, they come to the conclusion that only one thing was truly immune to this virus, which is uh, the shatari that the helmet came. Can I just say again, the you've been beside me on this plane, PSYOPs, <laughs> the Academy, you've been beside me the whole damn time, is another iconic line. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god, iconic. Uh, yeah, I really is really good. <laughs> Since when did you become so cut sun kiss? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's there's so many like the whole like um fucking like pa- like the whole pa- his whole pasty life and like the, the <laughs> when did you become so sun kiss and the the you've been beside me the whole damn time like like as like whenever those words are spoken like just like visions of a million gift sets like flash before my eyes <laughs> literally though i mean i just like love how fits uh, how ian plays this scene because he just like i mean watching ian cry is just like yeah. chef's kiss in general but <laughs> This scene in particular, he like he's so angry, and then he realizes what he said, and he realizes, oh god, like she could literally die. Yeah, <laughs> and he's just like, yeah. not an option. <laughs> like literally, if that was his last words to her, imagine the grief. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he literally like he, when he runs upstairs to grab that helmet, he makes a decision like, I'm gonna fucking die with you. Like that's yeah. literally yeah. what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. I love Which is just like, uh. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, so Fitz runs up and gets the helmet in person to deliver to Simmons in her quarantine lab, and together they scrape the Shatari DNA from inside the helmet to develop any of Yeah, but also another good line, we're gonna fix this together. Like, fucking, yep. because yeah. that's what they've always done, and they've always been beside oh, each other. They fix it together! And they fix it together. <laughs> Where's our I'm AMVs so sorry, for this moment? The AMVs are real and they are good. You cannot watch them yet. Yeah, you can't so watch spoilers. them. Fuck. Oh. 
Like I, but, we need to create, we need to create like a fucking like Hydra is over chat channel in this chat, so like we can all just I, because I, I, this episode has prompted me to go back through uh your Tumblr, Luca, and just like get gift sets and videos and stuff, and so many of them are spoilers because <laughs> I, I don't, think, <laughs> I don't think you started really posting until like season three, yeah. So, so it's all like spoilers that shit. So I yeah. need to. I need to go and just like create a channel so I can start resharing them. I mean, one. the first gift set I ever made was from season three. Of oh yeah, oh that, yeah, that it was. One. Yep. <laughs> oh, but boy. uh, yeah, it's it's just really this whole episode is so iconic. <laughs> it is very much just like shipping fuel. Uh, yeah, this is like where pretty much oh, like ninety nine percent of shippers would like point at this episode, and be like, "Yep, that's the start." <laughs> um, can I just point out the line? Try to do your best to keep your hands off me. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, calm down. <laughs> we haven't moved to the later time slot yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. We got hacker boyfriend last episode. That's so. true. Hacker boyfriend didn't happen. <laughs> Yeah. And Sky's boobs on screen. Yeah. Oh no, not the boobs. Oops. Yeah. Um, that's a great line though. Uh Fitz delivers oh, I just said that. Um it appears successful for a moment, the anti serum, but ultimately seems to fail. Um Simmons delivers the last request to Colson and then asks for some time alone with Fitz. Man, that was real that was a rough one. That oh, moment. So rough. And she's like, I, I want you to tell my dad first because I think he'll tell my mom and she'll take it easier. It's... Which is just like so sad. <laughs> oh my God. Again, just just Elizabeth's acting here is just fucking chef's kiss. Like like she like you can just see like see the little bit of hope that she had just like drained from her face instantly. Oh. Yeah. It it hurts so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, like, yeah. what's worse is, like, Fitz just, like, refuses to accept it. He's just like, fuck this. Like, yeah. <laughs> we're not done. <laughs> yeah, same with Coulson. Coulson is like, well, it's not over. It's not over yet, you yeah. know? Um, and Sky, you can see Sky in the background is, like, straight up crying really hard. Yeah, yeah. the 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 moment when they, like, use the, the te- try to test the anti-serum, and the, there's just a shot of Sky through the glass, and she just says that she can't breathe. Like, that got me. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like horribly sad and like, oh, my babies. I know. <laughs> Protect yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, Fist struggles to accept the situation as it is and see it uh, Simmons' way. And so she knocks him out with a fire hydrant so that she can jump out of the bus. Yeah. Rough. Rough scene. Oh my god. Again, once again. Everything in this episode is iconic, but the scene of Fitz like screaming and banging on the door and like being like Jabba, don't is just like seared in my mind. Yeah, I've said, <laughs> I yeah, I've said this. I think I said this to you, Luca, and then I said it again to Bud Buck before we started recording. But fuck, yeah, that scene is just fucking burned into my mind. That just like I can recall <laughs> Adam. I like I have extremely bad visual memory. But I can recall like perfectly just like uh, the shot of it screaming and trying to like like yank open the door. Like it is It's just ugh. there, man. The way his face is like so red and it's got those veins bulging yeah. from it. Yeah. Yeah. He like, is like losing his shit. <laughs> again, just 
like just like the most i think just like obviously like the most emotionally intense scene in the in the show so far and it's come from probably probably the the two characters who you would least expect it to be from and they fucking nail it perfectly yeah like um, i, feel I like should also is... note sorry i don't think we covered it yet no, i just want to say um fitz wakes up to realize that the anti-serum only briefly knocked the rat unconscious and that it worked which gives a little bit more context to the scene oh, where yeah. he is screaming for yeah things. yeah oh Fuck. Which like it just it and like the fact that she can't hear him. Oh, she's got her AirPods in again. Oh god, <laughs> she's got <laughs> But the the doors open, which I don't know if she'd be able to stand there like that with the door open. But we'll we'll look past that for now. No, it's dramatic <laughs> as fuck. Yeah, and she's just like staring at him before she gets swept away. It's just like, oh, yeah, so good. Yeah, the team has realized that like the cargo bay is open, and I think they know exactly what's happening. Yeah, well, um, at least Ward does. I think Sky is a little bit confused, but Ward definitely knows what's up. Yeah, Ward just, like, out of nowhere from the top of the screen just, like, appears and yeah. grabs the parachute that Fitz was about to jump with and jumps out of the plane to catch Simmons. Yeah. Also, oh, my a, God. There's a, there's a hilarious behind-the-scenes story of the fire hydrant scene. I feel like we should address this while we're on it. But oh, so, really? Yeah, apparently... Oh, the fire extinguisher? Filming, Ian was like, he convinced the makeup team to like make his neck look all bruised and shit. <laughs> and he, so they did this scene like, you know, a couple times or whatever. And the fire hydrant they were using was foam. But <laughs> so he convinced Elizabeth that he was like being physically hurt by this thing. Oh and she God. was like, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> And he like played it up. He's like, "Yeah, I would just like walk around rubbing my neck and being like, oh no, it's it's okay, it's okay." Damn, that hurts. That kind of hurts, though. Damn. <laughs> oh, Ian, Ian is the most like low key chaotic member of this cast, and I, I, it's like all of the behind the scenes story of him is are just like so good. Yeah, it that story is like one of the funniest stories ever. Mm-hmm. He just like fucked with her so completely. <laughs> Because, like, he's definitely, in, like, cast interviews and, like, panels and stuff, he's definitely, like, the most low-key person, like, doesn't speak up too much, like, doesn't do any of that shit, but, like, also just, like, pulls all this, like, really funny shit. (laughs) He is, like, he's just, like, a dark horse. (laughs) The Mm -hmm. cast. It's great. Anyway, I just had to share that because it's one of my favorite stories. <laughs> also, I have a note here that I that I want to. I I just wanted Fitz to jump from the plane and catch Simmons. Like, why can't uh, we have that scene? Agreed. <laughs> I feel though like... I don't know if he has the coordination. Yeah, no, but I imagine like... if he did though. Yeah, I I feel like that would be a little bit much at this point. Like I like don't get me wrong, it would be great, but like I think. I think it works really well in terms of Fitz just mm-hmm. feeling like helpless in terms of like his inability to do anything in this situation. And I'm just saying they've already done it, done a lot of it. Why not go big or go yeah. home? You know, go big or go home. I mean, especially in this house, we're yeah. here for shipping. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm all here for it, but I do think that him having to give the parachute to Ward and the anti-seal Ward mm-hmm. sets up like the last conversation between the two of them in this episode. It's, it's the more narratively good. interesting thing, I will say. Yeah, because yeah. like um, I think that's something that Fitz is definitely wrestling with. Like at the end there, when he's like, you know, I would have jumped. Like Ward was just faster. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not to spoil or anything, but like that that bit 
comes up again in an episode, I believe. At least mm. some point in the future. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why the they end. put it at the end of the episode, is like it's a lead-in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Ward catches her successfully after a really bad CGI scene. <laughs> and Oh my god! He's like <laughs> squinting and his hair's not moving. Yeah. I yeah. feel like he turned into like a plastic man. <laughs> it's just so like funny. Like, it just like the very intense close-up of him just like squinting <laughs> and scratching his face up and just like staring at the camera. And then it, like and then just like this the very obviously green sky behind him is so funny. <laughs> it kills me every time I watch that scene. Like they get so much better with their CGI, but this I'm not flying, I'm falling in style. (laughs) Like his hair has to be perfect at all times. Yeah, also just like Mm. the the kind of dichotomy between him and Simmons who's just like flailing about in midair. It was really Ward is like very controlled even in the air. Like he's like doing all the shit that makes you go faster or whatever, and Simmons is just like, I don't know how to fall. (laughs) It's great. Um but yeah, Coulson is back on the bus. They are popped out of the ocean, and Coulson is a little frustrated that Fitz tried to pull that stunt because they'd hate the loser. Mean, I think you meant to write Fitzsimmons there. Yeah, oh man, I did. I just My brain just turned off, huh? Yeah, a little frustrated that Fitzsimmons pulled that stunt. I'm editing yeah. it right now in it's... live. It's so like it's such like a dad move to be like I'm so angry that you almost died because I don't want to lose you. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like, yeah, it's another one of those dad one of those Colson one-liners where he's where we're just like and then he's like cuz I don't want to lose you and we're all like oh there's that one-liner that we know. Yeah, I Colson media, I love him. He is such a sweet. He epic is dad. Um, yeah, it's very dad energy. <laughs> yeah. It's very dad. Dad of the year, truly. Um, dad of the year. Somebody well, get him a mug. He's done some stuff that I actually don't know if he'd get dad <laughs> of the year for. But Yeah, you know what? Fair. Um, Ward reveals that at least my dad didn't double stab some guy with um, explosive juice, which is well, unfortunate. Okay, okay, to be fair to Coulson, he got somebody else to do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that my dad would hire somebody to do that either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ward reveals that he knew that the gang was making fun of him, just kind of does the voice and everything. And uh, meanwhile, Sky reunites with Simmons tearful. That was really cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was really cute. Like, they hug. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm bi- I was big emotional at that hug. But also, okay, can I just say, like, I... Again, going back to there are a lot of cursed sky ships. I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. But I don't know how you can watch this episode and then then start shipping Sky and Simmons. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little weird to watch <laughs> it's like Lariska's life and then be like, I'm going to ship it with anybody else. But I have to ask, do they call it Skimmins? They do call if it not... Skimmins. Okay. Yeah, it... Uh, yeah, Skimmins. it's quite funny because the the actresses love like just messing with it. They like love Skimmins or whatever, like you know. Mm. <laughs> and so they always like they're always like when they get scenes together, they're like, oh yeah, Skimmins. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, like a lot of people, like a lot of people, shifting. I get it. There's like there's like no good 
gay ships in H Shield. Um, mm-hmm. But Fitzsimmons is right there, y'all. It's right there. It's meant to be. <laughs> they came with a ship name. Come on. Yeah, the package deal, literally. The package deal. Um, but yeah, that's really great. Just get a scene of everybody being happy that nobody died. Um, <laughs> As they should. Yeah. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, Coulson and May review the mission, and Coulson reveals that he asked for the physicals to be done earlier, um, not that they were ordered by a doctor. Uh, there must be something changed about him because he feels different than before, and they talk about trauma and how we come out of it different. Uh, May seems particularly in tune with this idea. Yeah, this is the scene that I thought we had gotten to before, but it, yeah, I really, really like this scene. Yeah, yeah we do know that, uh... We know that May flew in the Battle of New York, right? I don't know that yet we know exactly what uh, the cause of her not wanting to fly anymore is. Well, it's um, not wanting to fly, it's wanting to fight. Yeah. Wanting to fight. Yeah, yeah. be in the field. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, especially because, like, like she, she tries to put Coulson at ease here, and, like, there's definitely, like, an immediate, like... She doesn't have to say much to communicate, like, all of the stuff that she's trying to say, which is just, like, like you died, and that you can't come out of that as the same person. Um, yeah, big, big emotional event. event yeah, the moment too. when she's like, I'm buying your shirt, and Coulson is just like, Ex- excuse me? <laughs> excuse me? He's like, he's, like, such, like, a, a Victorian lady there. He's like... How oh dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, I just want to see your scar, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's still intimate as hell, and I love that. For, for the that. robot, I di- for the robot, for the... <laughs> I was just going to say, for the record, I still think that it, that he was going to open his shirt and there's just going to be a robot under there, but... Um... Yeah, you don't okay. know, maybe it's under the scar. That's maybe true. it's like a skin suit. Oh my mm. god! I also feel like if his torso was a metal robot, it it, it would be fairly obvious to him that there's something <laughs> wrong. <laughs> but maybe like he never realized until now because it was his shirt. He just oh sleeps in his shirt. Oh my he god! Just never he just <laughs> never showers. <laughs> he never changes. Stinky Coulson theory. <laughs> god. Go to stinky jail, Coulson. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh my god. Everyone avoids Colson because he just smells all the time. <laughs> That's just what dead guys smell like. I'm sorry. Oh, fuck. Yeah, because he's yeah. just an animated corpse at this point, so it's fine. God, I, But yeah, no, you're right, Bo, that like, this is very intimate and like, it just like does so much to communicate. Like, the fact that Colson, Colson like seems like a little bit confused by the request, but does it really bad and I, that it just shows like how close the two of them are. And give me that shit. <laughs> I love that shit. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, um, I, that's a great conversation. Um, but, uh, Fitzsimmons <laughs> have a chat after this, the one everybody was waiting for. The one everybody um, was waiting for. And Simmons and Fitz kind of fidgets over. Um, well, I, I could have done that. I was going to do that. But um, Simmons calls Fitz the real hero for being the one who jumped right in that lab and gives him a little peck on the cheek. <laughs> so cute. God, I, the, fact that it's, the fact that it's Simmons who has to comfort Fitz after she almost fucking died <laughs> is <Yep>. just so... <laughs> it's just like, she's just so resilient and Fitz is just such a child. <laughs> 
I love that. I just think that Fitz has never before considered the idea that like Simmons could ever be parted from his life. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, oh my god, god, has they This is emotional trauma. <laughs> When I first watched this, when I was like, I don't know, a, an infant or whatever, <laughs> I like legitimately thought Fitzsimmons were like brother and sister. Oh, <laughs> I have I have since rescinded that belief because of I have eyes. But like up until this point, I was like, oh, damn, they really care about each other. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, wow. They really care about <laughs> each other. <laughs> they really care about each other. But like um, now I really but it's like they, uh, it's like they, I thought they were twins. And it's like, if one of them died before the other, have they never, ever considered that before? I don't think they have. Because like, wow. they've been, yeah. they've been so sheltered, like, in their lab and in the academy and in. They're the science bros. They're not going to get yeah. shot at. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, Simmons, because that's the thing is that Simmons is the one who, like, almost died and fits, like, like, I can get how that is, like, it just, the fact that she rebounds, like, basically immediately is just, fuck, I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Let her break down, M-I-H-O. I love that they just linger on Fitz's face for, like, a straight five seconds yeah, after this. Yeah, I have, okay, I have three mm-hmm. notes about this, because, because <clears throat> I, Luca and I and the fandom in general are, are, this is, okay, there's a general consensus that this is the moment. <laughs> The moment. The moment. Where, because, like, because, yeah, that lingering shot of Fitz where he just kind of, like, goes, like, after the peck in the cheek, just, like, is, like, smiling contentedly with himself that Simmons called him the real hero. And then just, like, there's this slow, um, you know, one could say a realization. (laughs) A slow burn. (laughs) Understand it. Yeah, a slow burn, as they like to call it. Of just, like, like, fuck, like, there, there is just a general consensus that, like, this is the moment where Fitz realizes that fuck. This is I love my feelings this are not platonic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is interesting. I wonder <laughs> where Jimma lands on that scale right now, because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> it's, to me, it seemed like over the course of the episode, Fitz was the one not getting it. Um, oh yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, Simmons is over here like, I wish, because like every time they would be like, I need some alone time with with Fitz, I'd be like, this is where she says, I love you. <laughs> this is where it happens. Yeah. <laughs> the room where it happens. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, yeah. that, it's not. But. Yeah, that, all, that other scene of Fitz just like slowly losing his smile there, also forever burnt to my brain. I know, where he's just like, oh. Yeah. Oh, dear. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but then we get the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo pop up on screen, and uh, they're delivering the helmet to the sandbox, which is apparently just the desert. Um, <laughs> it's in uh, the sand. It's in the sand. Um, and Coulson has a chat with the guy who asked him to dump the infected cargo, quote-unquote, earlier, um, who says that he can't get keep getting away with stunts like this, kind of defying HQ. And... Uh, that they may have to take the team away from him. Meanwhile, Coulson says, I'd like to see them try. And the man, man says, doesn't sound like Coles, like the Coulson I know. And Coulson says his his one-liner here, get used to it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, I I also really like this scene. And just like, because the dude's name is Blake, I think. Agent Blake, Agent yeah. Blake, yeah. <laughs> he shows up a couple times later. Um, and 
yeah, like there's definitely like a like a Coulson like really doubling down on on his midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it it does really seem like Coulson's kind of after his conversation with May that he's kind of comfortable a little bit and kind of like understand feelings a little bit better. Yeah, like he's more willing to accept that the trauma has changed him and not that it's like turned him into something he's not. Yeah, yeah. He's finally accepted um, the fact that he's a robot now. Yeah. <laughs> now that I can be used to my metal shell, it's okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, any closing thoughts on this episode? Anything you, we missed that you'd like to bring up? We in it now. We it's in real it. Fitzsimmons hours, boys. <laughs> well, not even just Fitzsimmons, even though that's obviously a big deal. But I feel like this is really the first emotional, really emotional, like, scene we get amongst the team like we had the emotional stuff with Aquila, but i feel like this is like the first real big emotion scene i don't know i mean mike from the first episode is a huge one yeah but i feel like that's like but i'm talking like in the team that's fair Mm -hmm. yeah like we've got a bunch of we've got a bunch of like serious scenes and like totally serious scenes but like this feels like the first real emotional gut punch that we've had um will say maybe it's spoilers not the last one <laughs> <laughs> i mean we have seven seasons to go so F- fuck yeah this oh, oh there's there's yeah there's like one th- one thing that i remember may saying is like she's just a kid and i'm like oh, she is just a kid yeah <laughs> she's my my child <laughs> oh yeah when fitz was in the lab yeah yeah like it's it's yeah that line also fucked me up it was just because it's it's just like yeah they are because there's that whole bit in like the first couple that that are just like are you sure you should really be bringing these two like like just like fresh kids out there and like they do do like i like they do mention a couple times leading up to this that's just like yeah they they aren't really like mature like they are adults but but like in terms not of like field trained, yeah. But in terms of like what's required of them, in terms of like maturity and um, like ability to deal with tough situations, like like I think as Lucas said that they are have been like extremely sheltered at this point, and like in that sense, they are still kids. What? I don't think that they haven't been put in danger up and like they got hit by a car. Yeah, last episode. I, yeah, that's true. But they never they've never been like very existentially threatened in this way that's fair that's fair yeah and i feel like those situations like there was it was always too immediate for them to like dwell on the fact that they might die oh yeah <laughs> and they There's also this weren't one the they ones... like had to sit with it yeah and they also weren't the ones responsible for fixing it right like they are always ward or yeah. may to get them out of the situations but in this one it's just like no this is this is just us and we need to deal with it yeah that was a real good one though y'all that was good. That was so good. Um, but yeah, next episode we will. It was real good. Um, next episode we will be talking about season one, episode seven, um, the hub, in which Agent Coulson works the system to save Warden Fitz when they're sent on a level eight mission. Uh, oh my gosh! Next episode we get the sandwich. The what? sandwich. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. I was just gonna say next episode is real cop hours, but no, you're right. It's also the sandwich. Sandwich episode. Sandwich episode. You'll see what that Sandwich means. cops. <laughs> sandwich cops? God. Literally, okay. no. I will say sandwich unrelated to the cops, but... Um... 
I feel like they intersect very prominently. Yeah, they do. I'll argue that. Oh, yeah, no, you are right. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- that should show up in like two weeks from this one showing up. Uh, we'd like to thank Mel at Squirrel Curls on Twitter for the art for this podcast. Uh, go check them out. Uh, we'd like to thank Abnormal Mapping for hosting us on their network. Uh, you can check out their Patreon at patreon.com slash abnormal mapping. That's the right URL, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, also, uh, please follow our Twitter, because Holly <laughs> is making some great <laughs> tweets, and nobody is seeing them. Oh, that sounded so desperate, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> but it's Please true. follow our Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. at the bus pod. So. Like, it's, yeah. I... The last uh, this is this is going to go out a week before our reaction pod, but let me just say season seven episode say se- wait <laughs> six yes six yes season seven episode six it it just sent me <laughs> so it's it's something um but yeah that's where this is where I say goodbye and let Luca and Holly and Bo uh talk about um. Talk about level seven stuff that I am not classified for. Level seven. Hey. Level seven. Yeah. It was nice talking to you, Bo. Yeah, it was really nice. Thanks for coming on, Bo. It was nice. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hi, and welcome back to the bus. We're in level seven now, and fuck, this is this is <laughs> what y'all. This is real. <sighs> this is the beginning of everything <laughs> at least for me in this fandom oh yeah yeah i mean season three is like when i started getting like super into the fandom but like season mm-hmm. episode six here was the point where i was like all right i'm invested <laughs> strap in yeah strap in i'm i'm on this ship i'm gonna sail it to harbor <laughs> <laughs> yeah also we didn't really touch on this during the um during the main part of the podcast, but I am curious, Bo, kind of like what your experience with Shield has been, because I I know we briefly talked about it off recording, but mm-hmm. it sounds like you have you we each of the hosts of this podcast have a very different experience watching this show. <laughs> it sounds like you have a different experience still, so I am very curious. yeah. Um, so basically, um, I got into this show when I, like, first heard about it, like, the very first, like, on TV, there were, like, they were showing off, like, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D. show, and I was like, oh, fuck, MCU, my whole personality, and, (laughs) um, and then I, like, I was there from episode one, and, like, I watched it, like, on demand, like, the, the Comcast thing on demand, uh, um, because I think it like aired while either it was past my bedtime or <laughs> I was still in school because I had I did stupid shit after school. Um, but then uh, but then like I lost cable. There's all this drama about like not having Wi-Fi for a really long time. So like I I came back to it um after like 
season six was six was on Netflix and I was like, oh shit, I remember being into this. And at that point I was like in the middle of getting off the MCU train and I was like, well, I don't really care about all these like single superheroes, but I do remember caring about my good friend Sky, Sky and my good friend Ward and my good friend <laughs> Fitzsimmons and Coulson. I like that guy and May. Oh, all my good friends that I love and haven't betrayed me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Uh-huh. Yet. Um, you, I feel like you might have talked about this before, but like, Ward Sky shipping, I was like, oh, fuck, I want to see how they interact <laughs> because I was super on that train. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, like, watch, I feel like watching season one and then fucking getting radicalized and not hating the MCU and then coming back and watching everything else is such a galaxy brain way to watch this show, honestly. <laughs> it really is. Oh my god. Uh, and then, like, I still haven't... Ca- I've, I'm like, I've been so outside of it for a really long time. When you first approached me, like... When, no, you didn't approach me. You were, like, posting on Twitter, like shield shield rewash podcast i was like hell yes <laughs> and then like a year later you're like hey and i'm like i haven't watched this show in like a year <laughs> i mean god like fucking yeah it, <laughs> the the struggle it was to get this show off the ground yeah uh, <laughs> was real but i it has been a year in the making and and fuck it, i it's, I'm very glad that you're here. This has been fun. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this was like the this was like the first episode that I was like, oh fuck, my new personality is fuck the MCU. It's only this now. <laughs> that is literally how Holly is. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you're in good company. Yeah. Uh, That's so funny. I think but, this yeah. was even before I was like into like Tumblr because I didn't like I didn't know that you could just look at cool stuff on Tumblr instead of like asking <laughs> your favorite YouTubers personal questions on Anon. <laughs> yup. No, yeah. Yeah, I think I mentioned this during the pilot, but like the way I got into it was Luca and I knew each other um through yeah. other Tumblr fandoms and then she started her Agents of Shield. She started blogging about Agents of Shield, and started like a spin off, like a side blog for it. Mm-hmm. And I followed that one, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, this is good." My whole personality <laughs> is the MC. I mean, you like, because I started that blog like in the prime of season three, before we got to the bullshit with Will. And like, oh my god, the first like four episodes of season three are like the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's hard to ignore. Yeah. Meanwhile, I've been here since the start, and I've never left, and I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but I've been here forever. Mm-hmm. But... Some say I will never leave. <laughs> look, they're gonna... Look, we're, we're artificially extending the lifetime of S.H.I.E.L.D. years past when the fucking when yes. season 7 ends, so... It's true. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long road. Um But yeah, I guess we can we can kind of jump into to spoilery thoughts about this episode. Yeah. Um 
my notes are my spoiler notes are uh, typical for what I've had so far. Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> oh, I fucking hate it when Ward <laughs> said the shit about. I wish I, I just want to protect you guys. Like fuck. Oh my god. Oh, I know. Oh, it made guy. me like physically ill to hear him say that because I'm like, you motherfucker, you don't care. Mm-hmm. But you know what's the worst thing is like I think he generally thinks like that he cares about them and is protecting him in his own fucked up way. I know. It's so fucked. He's like such like he's literally a psychopath. Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's terrible. Yeah, I know. Bo, you and I were DMing trying to figure out like which episode you would guest on, and we were talking about just like, oh yeah, like Fitzwan, Fitzsimmons, two Ward, uh, a fucking Nazi, and I was just like, well, we've got Fitzsimmons <laughs> coming up. I don't know how much Ward's a Nazi in this one, but we'll be able to get you back uh, for that for that later. But fuck, yeah. he like this in terms of like like our spoiler sections have been like us dunky on like small things. Ward says a lot, but mm-hmm. holy shit, this one sent me. <laughs> Yeah, he is just, like, he's just so brainwashed into thinking that, like, what he's doing is good, (laughs) which is so fucked up. It's truly awful. I'm, like, I'm, like, doing, like, the Tom Holland, like, holding a frog in my mouth face right now, thinking about him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's awful. He's just, uh, it's, it's really, really... Like, especially, because especially the way he says it, too, like, like, I wish, like, like, because he said the quote is like, I wish it was somebody I could hurt, someone I could punish. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he, like, he, that's something he wants to do. And he wants Mm -hmm. to do it because he thinks it would protect the team. Like, and he, and at this point, he's like, he's like fully fucking a Nazi. And it's just like, it's just so gross. Like, I mean, this was like. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Well, like if this were a cooler show, it could be like a cool look into like how Nazis have this like we need to defeat everything by force and we can't ever like let weakness or whatever be our thing or something, but like it's not that type of show, so it's like now I'm just mad. <laughs> well, I I will say that they do kind of they do go there a little bit once we start getting into like the Garrett stuff and how Garrett kind of like not groomed Ward because Ward was always going to be a shitbag and always will be a shitbag, but kind of like exploited that a little bit, mm-hmm. like in terms of like like Garrett just being like you can't show weakness or whatever. But like that's just, but like Ward was the already the kind of person who would believe that. Yeah. And not to mention, like, at some point, I don't remember exactly when this is, but, like, he, someone is, like, interrogating him about, like, his time with S.H.I.E.L.D. as an undercover agent. And he's like, oh, you know, I saved the scientists. Like, I got everybody to think that I would throw my away my life for them. And I was just like, oh, physically ill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, he's he's actively, like, this is a, this is a calculated, him saying this is, is absolutely intentional to, to. Yeah. Like it's it it was the weird line of Ward where I'm not sure like which is worse whether or not he actually believes it himself or if it's just all like a ruse. 
because like i think it, on some level it's a combination of both and both make me incredibly ill <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. it's not great do we think that like, this was like planned from the beginning of the ward being this way i haven't i don't do behind the scenes stuff that's just not how i interact with media oh yeah okay no that was definitely intended all along but okay. brett who plays ward didn't know nobody knew except the writers mm-hmm. um like they basically just told brett that like you know you have like a shady past but like you know you're an agent of shield um and so and they told him like a little bit sooner than the rest of the cast but like it was only like an episode or two before <laughs> it happened um and then but they knew all along cuz uh they knew about the winter soldier fall mm. and so they were like that's really why the whole season was written was to coincide with winter soldier so okay so they knew like everything that you're seeing is intentional 100% like everything that ward said in this season is with the full knowledge that he is a nazi <laughs> oh hate that oh. guy fuck ward fuck ward yeah. that's what we should have called this this part of the podcast is just the fuck <laughs> ward section yeah see that's what we can call it like between the two of us but every time we mention it like in a public area we had to just call it level seven <laughs> yeah. this really is just like the 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 ward hate squad yeah it's truly awful. But on a lighter note, Fitzsimmons. <laughs> Fitzsimmons. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. God. Because this is the start. Actually, before we get to Fitzsimmons, I do want to talk about something else, too, which is fucking yeah. May in this episode also sent me a bit. Like, mm-hmm. because cause that's the other thing, too, is that, like, she has that really nice conversation with Coulson, but there's this also this, like, very, like, like watching it back this like oh shit like this this also makes me feel uncomfortable because she knows she's gaslighting him (laughs) yeah she is gaslighting him because she knows that there's that that he's not the same person like on a physical level like that there there was this like fucked up procedure that was done to him that like also traumatized him in a way that he doesn't know about and Mm -hmm. and she's just she is just gaslighting him which fuck yeah it that i when i was watching that scene the first time i watched this show i was like oh you know they have a great relationship and like she's really trying to help him deal with the trauma but now i'm like fuck you may you know what you were doing (laughs) (laughs) like that's the thing is that on, on some level like i think like like my opinion of how may has approached the situation is that she was always of the mindset that like as long as he doesn't know it won't be a problem like like yeah everything seems to be fine he seems to be fine so like if he doesn't know then it won't get worse um which like i can understand i can understand the logic there but but like at this point she's recognizing that he he senses something's up and 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 goes for it anyway which is oh may yeah it's definitely hard (laughs) and like on one hand it's fucked up that she's lying to him but on the other hand i'm like she is doing it to protect him because she generally thinks that if he doesn't know like he won't experience the same like degradation that the other people had gone through 
Yeah. But I'm still like, ah, it's still really gray, like, morally. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's, like, uh, yeah, because she knows all this shit. And, like, we'll get there at the end of the season, but, like, like he, like, the whole Project Tahiti stuff where he gets, like, injected with alien goo is just, like, like, it, it fucked him up. And, uh, she knows that. And she's not telling him here. Yeah. Okay, but now Fitzsimmons. <laughs> oh, I love them so much. I know. This is still one of my favorite episodes. Like, forever. Mm-hmm. I was looking up who directed this episode, because I didn't actually know. And he actually goes on to direct, like, a ton of episodes, including Maveth and Turn, 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 and a bunch of other iconic episodes, which explains why it's so good. <laughs> um... <sighs> Though I would, well, I guess Mavith is debatable, but really that's just the writing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Like, yeah, they, this, like I said it before, but this really is the fucking moment where it all starts popping off, huh? Yep. Like, <sighs> this is, like, that, the look at Fitz, on Fitz's face at the end is debated as if whether people think he was realizing his feelings or not, but, like, I, I mean,. I can't read it any other way than him, like, yeah. being like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah. my feelings are way more complicated than I give him credit for. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think... They put it on the back burner, like, after this episode until pretty much the end of the season, I would say. Like, towards when they get to Trip, when they introduce Trip, that's kind of when it starts coming back into focus, because suddenly competition... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I feel like about trip. Yep. I have been uh sipping on Holly's Netflix. Thank you, Holly, for giving me your Netflix so I can watch this episode <laughs> and refamiliar no myself refamiliarize myself with this series. I have been watching ahead a little bit just so I can have at least a little bit of context so I wouldn't be like great episode in this section of the podcast <laughs> but like they do they do bring up like Fitz being like I would have jumped out of that plane I would have done it or like I, I just couldn't do it in time uh like really soon after like a couple episodes yeah. after so like even if even if like the relationship is itself isn't right in focus I feel like it's still like in his mind at least well yeah. and that's the thing is like it's very subtle the rest of the season but mm-hmm. there are those moments like like you know during um tracks when when daisy is shot and Fitz instantly goes in and like comforts her or whatever and like mm-hmm. just like little moments like that and obviously the sandwich thing is like a a thing oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah. yeah also i don't know if you've watched that head here but uh Bo, but like the one episode where um colson's dealing with his cellist girlfriend uh-huh. uh and uh, yeah. there's that scene where they're in like the uh, the like lighting booth or whatever the sound booth and like Coulson and, and Fitz are like talking about uh, uh, Coulson's feelings for, for the woman and like mm-hmm. Fitz I forget what Fitz it says exactly but there's just a shot of him like looking off into the distance as he like says it and then it cuts to a shot of like Sky or Simmons from above um, as he like stares at her and i'm yeah. just like fuck me up because the thing he says to colson is he's like he's like why don't you just go down there and talk to her 
He's like, oh yeah. Why don't like? Do you regret not telling her about your feelings? And he's like looking directly at Jimmo <laughs> as he says it, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I feel yeah, because oh, I feel I feel like that's really that scene in particular is really what solidifies it. This the moment here as like the moment where he realizes his feelings because like there's we don't even get a hint that that kind of stuff is on his mind before that and then afterwards they're just like it's just like bam 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 yeah because that's what episode is that that happens in hold on let me find it 19 19 19 okay oh wow that's pretty late yeah yeah it's pretty late like it it really isn't until they get to providence that they uh they start really in on that angle because then eventually obviously the pod scene happens Oh, right. They, I totally forgot that that episode happens after the fall of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's very strange. Yep. Because it, like, it's like the first mission they do after they like sort of situate themselves in Providence. Because that's yeah. why they're gone when Ward turns. Yeah. God. Uh, which is a big wolf. But yeah, no, I, I, I love, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And like I said, like the, just all the lines in this episode, like are in every fanfic for like the rest of forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like it's... truly so quotable, and like it really establishes, in a distinct way, like their relationship, and like their history and things. Like it's been hinted at before, but you know, like Fitz saying, like we've been beside each other for like every thing forever basically like listing the individual things like yeah yeah it also kind of sets the tone for uh and the blueprint for like all the other like big fitzsimmons moments that we get in terms of like when it pops off like this um maybe blueprint is a bit strong because i I feel like they're all like super unique but like in terms of like the way that this hits like it hits they hit you in the same spot like over and over yeah. again in the future <laughs> i um, mean like the whole maveth like saving her sequence it, like the screaming that he does against the monolith is like one-to-one yeah. comparison of like him screaming against the store yeah like, like there I... are there are reasons why like all of the gift sets are just like parallel gift sets yeah. of like <laughs> just like comparisons um God, I need to create like an offshoot of the gift respecting zone, so <laughs> so we could just post like actual yeah. gifts because because yeah, like the yeah, like the parallel between Fitz screaming at the Rock in season three and and screaming at Gemma here is just like oh, it's so real. Yeah, and like I mean, even their first kiss is like so emotionally charged. Yeah, <laughs> um, which I am eagerly awaiting that moment because i love how buck is like already on this train <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh buddy you yeah. got a fucking log run <laughs> yeah little do you know they don't even kiss until episode eight of season three and they don't get together until episode 17 <laughs> wow oh my god <laughs> i want okay when we before we watch 17 though we can't say anything about them getting together because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it needs no. to like be a surprise yeah we can't say anything to simmer yeah, we can't say anything. We can't say anything about them kissing. Like, we just can't. Nope. We have to... God. I remember when episode 8 was, like, 
being aired or whatever. And fucking, they dropped two teaser pictures of the kiss, like, the week before the episode. And, like, the Phantom was, like, on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was, like, so glorious. Truly yeah. an awesome time. <laughs> yeah, see, because I feel like at that point I was still, like, the outside. I was still an outsider. Yeah. Um. So I was just, like, watching all of that, like, explode. <laughs> and I was just like, damn, gotta get in on this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really it was like a glorious time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, um, let's see. Do I have any other spoiler notes? Oh, Agent Blake um, is a character that we see again, and he is a villain eventually. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot about that. He becomes the fucking, yep. like, like... Oh god, he goes like a fucking alt-right dickhead. Yep. Oh no. And he's like, you took away my legs, like, I hate you, blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see, my god. I don't remember yeah. this, but he like, the I totally people. believe you. Though, yeah, he, he forms, um, in season four, he forms the Watchdogs, who are like the, yep. the anti, like the fucking racist, uh, anti-inhuman, uh, ship, like, militant shitbags. Um, <laughs> oh god yep i totally he's a, forgot he's about he's a big that. player eventually it's so funny how they introduce all these people and then they bring it back like seasons later <laughs> like this is episode six and he becomes a villain in season four <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is crazy yeah because I, I was like i was just like oh yeah Agent Blake, he's the guy who like gets shot by the clairvoyant or whatever he is um and then that's where my train of thought ended on that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, boy. he is the one who gets shot. Actually, does he get shot or does Mike Peterson fuck him up? I think it's Mike. Actually, oh yeah, I think I think it's Mike who fucks him up, which is why he hates like people with powers. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. which is like, you know, yeah. a little weird. <sighs> yeah, this sh- this show always like goes to fucking places like that, and then. And then, like, does just enough to make you think that they're doing something. <laughs> if if he hated somebody for doing... So, if he hates a whole group of people because one person from that group of people hurt him, I think he already hated that group of people. Yep. Go oh, yeah, yeah. Like, if he wants say, to... That's just racist. Yeah, if he yeah. wants... If he, if, he, if, he, if he gets hurt by somebody, by somebody from a group of people... And first of all... Oh, First of all, Mike's not even part of that group of people. No, he's not um, inhuman. <laughs> no, he's not inhuman. And then you start like a militant organization dedicated to murdering <laughs> them. Like, my guy. Yeah. That's racist. Uh Yeah. I forget that we see him in this episode because he's not really like he's he drifts around in season one a couple times. We see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he's part of like the the like level seven agent squad, like between him yeah. and like Hand and Sitwell, who's a Nazi, but Yep. <laughs> who's a Nazi? Yeah. <laughs> Blake didn't start out as a Nazi, but he ended up as one. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alright, well do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. How about you, Bo? Nope. Nothing for you me. All right, then I think we can cut it off at a crisp 30 minutes. <laughs> crisp. 
Uh, Crispy bacon, 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to us talk about this. This is going to be a longer episode, but, uh, (laughs) you know, this is what the whole podcast has been building up to at this point. Um, So, you know, uh, it's, it's fine. Um, I mean, just wait until we get to the pod episode because. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a disaster. Yeah, this is, this show is just going to be marked by when the next big Fitzsimmons moment is. (laughs) Because, like, we've been That's... hyping Buck we've been hyping Buck up for, like, episode six for a while now, and now we're just going to be hyping him up for the pod, and then it's just going to keep going from there. Um, but, yeah, thank you to Abnormal Mapping for hosting us on their network. Uh, you can find them at patreon.com slash abnormalmapping again, and on Twitter at abnormalmapping. Uh, and thank you to... Uh, Mel at Squirrel Curls on Twitter for our podcast art and follow us on Twitter at the TheBuzzPod. I, I have a fun time on there. <laughs> yeah, Holly's tweets are great. Um, and last but not least, thank you so much, Bo, for joining us on this episode. It's this been is, a lot of fun. This was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, should I plug myself at all? Yeah, I was going to say, do you, have any, yeah. do you have any plugs that you want to put here? Um, well, my Twitter, you can find me at Twitter at B Elderly. That's B E E Elderly. Um, and then I have a Patreon, but like, it is not a podcast Patreon. It is just my art, and I post sketchbook stuff. I post comic stuff sometimes. Still catching up because this quarantine is kicking my ass because I can't go out to like the library to like get inspiration and stuff. But uh, talking to friends is really fun, like doing this. So, hell yeah, it's all my juices, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, but yeah, this has been great, uh, and I hope we can get you back on again. Hopefully, maybe to talk more about For... Simmons, maybe to talk more about Ward. Um, yeah, to get to get on the fuck Ward train. Yeah, unlike yeah. Agent May, who gets on the fuck Ward literally train. Buck word literally trained, which is oh, still like I, I can't wait for Buck's reaction to that when we get to that episode. I always forget about that. I literally yeah. always forget about it. And then when we get to the episode, like I think Lucas reminded me of it like about three or four times during <laughs> this rewatch, and every time I've forgotten about it. Um and I just forgot about it again. Fuck. Um, I like, like just watched that and I was like, that's how it happens. That's how it happens. That's it just like comes out of left field completely. Oh my god. And it's okay. so weird because like it's like in the same episode that him and Sky are like flirting like openly and I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, man? Ugh. I think that it's... was actually my first inkling that like Ward was a little fucked up because he didn't cater to my shipping standards. <laughs> <laughs> How dare a man not cater to my shipping needs? God. But yeah, I can't That's wait. That's why for I only engage in fem slash other than Fitzsimmons. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge um, mood. But yeah, it's always nice to have another fuck the cops person on here. Like Luca and Buck are are that, but I feel like I've been the the fuck shield um, person on this on this <laughs> pod. So thank you, <laughs> thank you for I validating like... me specifically. <laughs> I was like, I was like holding myself back because I'm a newcomer here. I don't want to rock the boat. 
but I did have to rock the boat a little bit, and I'm glad you backed me up. <laughs> it was nice. Great. It was nice talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, then we'll have to get you back again just so just so you can rock the boat a bit more. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think with that, that's where we'll call it for this week. Um, next week, in two weeks, as Buck said, we're watching episode seven, The Hub. Uh, but before that, oh fuck! Now I need to remember the fucking timing on this. Um, before that, it will be our reaction pod to episodes eight and nine. Yes, I believe that is true. That's wrong. <laughs> That's wrong. Fuck. Is oh, it? No, because because six and seven is coming out. Okay, we're recording this on the ninth. Yes. Episode five just went out. So yes. six and seven is coming out next week. Yes. Then this one. Yes. Then seven and eight. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was okay. I was right. The scheduling's like, a little weird. <laughs> yeah, the scheduling's a little bit weird. Um, just but, watch our feed. Yeah, just it'll, watch our just watch our Twitter feed. I I always post about the episodes late. Um, but you know what? It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, all right. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye bye.